Insights, interviews, and best practices by clinicians for clinicians. Welcome to GE Healthcare's Clinical View Podcasts. Hi again, and welcome back. This is Dr. Robert Bilkowski, and in this podcast, we will continue our discussion on the surgical PLEF index measurement, which is also called SPI. But first, let me add one quick disclaimer that not all products or features discussed in this podcast are available in all markets. This podcast will provide more insights into the technology itself and then highlight literature wherein nociception monitoring has been associated with detection and mitigation of unwanted hemodynamic changes during surgery. Looking at the fundamentals of SPI, which is a measure calculated using two dimensions of the finger plethysmogram waveform that is acquired from GE Healthcare SPO2 sensors, specifically the plethysmographic pulse amplitude and interval. SPI is displayed as an index value on a scale between 0 and 100 and is normalized for each patient which occurs during a learning period at the onset of SPI use. SPI provides a continuous measurement of hemodynamic responses during surgical interventions in those receiving general anesthesia. The plethysmographic pulse amplitude reflects vasoconstriction and vasodilation and is regulated by the autonomic sympathetic nervous and humoral systems. The plethysmographic pulse interval in contrast, is the inverse to the beat-to-beat pulse rate and is regulated by the autonomic nervous system's humoral and vagal control. Taken together, these parameters help to show a patient's hemodynamic responses to surgical stimuli and analgesic medications. In practice, clinicians often assess measures like heart rate and blood pressure to monitor the hemodynamic stability of the patient. During general anesthesia, the balance between the level of surgical stimulation and the level of antinociception or pain alleviating uh, therapies provided by analgesic medication can impact the hemodynamic stability of the patient during surgery. Since SPI reacts to the autonomic responses that regulate the plethysmographic pulse amplitude and interval, during general anesthesia, it may provide a faster and more specific indication of hemodynamic changes that uh, either heart rate or blood pressure can do on their own. Since the SPI was first released, it, it was utilized to guide analgesia delivery in the OR. For example, a 2019 study published in the British Journal of Anesthesia demonstrated that the SPI can be used to predict moderate to severe pain in a post-anesthesia unit. Of note, conventional physiologic parameters such as heart rate and blood pressure were not found to provide predictive utility. This data helped raise the question of whether nociception monitoring in the OR can be used to assist in managing improved hemodynamic outcomes. In the 2019 study published in Anesthesiology, the authors conducted a randomized control trial between use of nociception monitoring technology that is similar to SPI and standard of care for analgesia monitoring and delivery. The patient population was relatively high risk 
with an American Society of Anesthesiologists class one, two, or three being enrolled and undergoing major abdominal surgery. While intraoperative remifentanil administration was significantly lower in the nociception monitored guided group, the incidence of hypotensive events was also significantly reduced. A hypotensive event, defined as a mean arterial pressure less than 55 millimeters of mercury, occurred in 5% of the nociception monitor guided patients, which contrasts to 28%, repeat, 28% of patients in the control group. In addition, the nociception monitored guided group required vasopressor use in 40% of cases, which was significantly less than the 63% of cases uh, for the control group. Based on the consensus guidance issued by the perioperative quality initiative highlighted in the first podcast, where any magnitude and any duration of intraoperative hypotension is associated with an increased risk for patient morbidity and mortality, these findings are important and worthy of further study. Can the nociception monitoring technology, like SPI, demonstrate clinical utility across a well-defined general surgery patient population? Time will tell. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And in the next installment, we will turn our attention to the stress hormone response during general surgery. Until then, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Clinical View Podcasts, brought to you by GE Healthcare. Expand your view at clinicalview.gehealthcare.com.